0: and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today's topic that we are talking about is something that we recently, I think, have been talking about on Instagram more. I've done a couple videos on it, and it's been the topic of quite a few Q&A posts, but we're talking today about should your ex know how hurt you are by the breakup and this will kind of evolve into a few different topics that I think are important to to address but there's a huge temptation after the breakup to continuously let your ex know how hurt you are especially if you were on the receiving end of the breakup and I think even more so in particular if it came as a shock to you. It was like a complete blindside because sure, we get this like window of opportunity to say things during the actual breakup when someone says we can't be together anymore. There's obviously this, I guess, time to to say your piece and to say how much you don't want this and how, you know, what this is going to do and are you sure you want to do this and all of that. But- what I think what I've learned in my time of you know, recording listener episodes and doing coaching sessions is a lot of the time that window isn't used because you're frankly completely in shock, so you don't say what you want to say to your ex, so you might just I don't know, sometimes it's as simple as like, walking away. Sometimes all you're doing is just arguing your case. Sometimes you get angry and anger can come out as acting like you're okay or you just kind of want to say to the other person like what they did wrong in the relationship. So what I'm trying to say is after you've been broken up with, you typically do not have the wisdom. You don't have the clarity. You don't say what you want to say to your ex. And then even more so over the course of the first couple weeks or months of the breakup, the pain, you start really realizing how big of an impact this breakup has had on you emotionally. Even just, you know, we talk about it like how many habits you learn are associated with your ex. Some people, it's like having a changed living situation. So basically, the ripple effect of the breakup starts really happening weeks, months down the road. So as that ripple effect continues happening, you want to be able to tell your ex like what a huge impact this is all having on you, and it feels like they should know what's going on. And for a few different reasons, I think it feels like they should know. I think it feels like, which a big topic I'll talk about later in the episode is it feels like that you're allowing them to like get away with really hurting you. If they don't have to know what's going on, we want them to know because honestly, they were the person that we talked to about everything for so long. So it feels like when something bad happens, you want to tell them about it because you're so used to that. It feels like sometimes want to tell them because You also want it to be hard on them. You want to know that you're not the only one suffering. And if it feels like you're the only person suffering, then it feels like your ex doesn't care about you or never cared about you. And we start making all kinds of assumptions with that. So sometimes we want to tell them just because we want confirmation that they're also really struggling. You also may find yourself wanting to communicate how hurt you are because On some level, it feels like your ex is the only person who could possibly understand the impact because they were the only ones that lived through the relationship with you. So there is this – even though you guys are broken up, I think sometimes there's this temptation to feel this sense of camaraderie with your ex. I think this actually particularly hits when a breakup is – there's no – animosity. It's just a really sad breakup. There's this temptation to just talk about the breakup with your ex because you know you're both are feeling really sad about it. And I remember there was actually a listener episode probably a couple years ago at this point, but they broke up and then they basically spent like three days together just being sad and crying and talking about how sad the breakup is. And ultimately, she realized that that was not a helpful thing to do. But I do believe a lot of people do that because they want someone to be able to mourn with on the same level of what they're experiencing. And then finally, another reason people want to communicate the pain, because they say, they want to say something along the lines of, I'm in so much pain. Are you sure you want to do this? Where they will try to argue the breakup and try to convince the other person that they're making a mistake or that they should try again because the reason I would be in this much pain would only mean that we should try this again. We should – not. neither of us should be in this much pain. So let's try this again. Let's talk. Let's, you know, whatever that is. So – as you can see, there are actually a lot of reasons why you would want to tell your ex how hurt you are after a breakup. And this can make no contact really hard. And there will be, I'm sure almost everyone has experienced these times, especially when you're feeling particularly low. Maybe you don't have friends around. you're It's at night and you're by yourself and you're crying. It's really tempting to tell your ex how hurt you are. I feel so alone. I can't believe you did this to me. I haven't slept. I haven't eaten. So, And I don't think anyone necessarily is doing this consciously, but I think sometimes subconsciously, you kind of want to pull your ex down to your level of what you're going through, especially if it appears that your ex is doing well after the breakup. You want to be like, you don't deserve to be happy. I need you to know What you've done to me. I need you to know the misery that you have caused me. So, you want to pull them down to your level. And again, this does make no contact harder because no contact, there are some people that the hardest part of no contact is it feels like they've lost their friend and that sort of connection so they want to continue reaching out to their ex as a friend there are people that find no contact the hardest because they want to try to argue the breakup and want to try to make it work and then you know there's this other thing of struggling with no contact where you want your ex to know exactly the play by play of of how this has impacted you so now the question is what do I think about this do i think you should do it. If you've listened to this podcast for long enough, I think you'll probably assume my answer to this, which is I don't think it's a good idea. And I'll share why I don't think it's a good idea. I do want to put the disclaimer just because as I'm interviewing more and more people on this podcast, and even more specifically, recently, we had the episode with Dara Pollock. We recently had the episode with, I guess that was probably just last week, with Nick Thompson, and in both of their cases, they did have almost this reunion with their ex where they were able to really talk through the relationship and the breakup, and what you'll hear on those episodes is both of them found it really helpful. So there are, of course, going to be situations where there's an opportunity that presents itself or, you know, in Dara's case, she kind of pressed the pressed the issue to, to get that conversation. So there are times where that happens and ultimately it works out. I will stand by the fact that I think that's the exception to the rule and not the rule. I think for far more cases, it is not a good idea to let your ex know how much they hurt you. And the main reason is it comes down to... The same reason I suggest no contact, and that has to do with expectations, especially when you're communicating something so intense as the heartbreak and pain that you're experiencing due to your ex. When you're communicating that to them, it's a very vulnerable state that you're in, and I know a lot of people would say that they don't necessarily care about the reaction that their ex has. They just need their ex to know that information. However, I will always argue with that because I I don't really think you can communicate something at that magnitude without having expectation of what the reply is going to be. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels The last time I went through a breakup, I know my mom was someone I was really able to lean on and get support from. She has always been a rock for me through heartbreak and everything in between. And with Mother's Day right around the corner, I wanted to share an idea of something super special that you can gift to your mom. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Every week, they will email your mom a question, and she can either type out an answer or record one. And at the end, mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. I gifted my mom this, and it means so much to me that I can not only learn so many of her stories, but also preserve them for my kids and future generations. My mom has already talked about how fun it's been for her to reflect on her past and think about things that she hasn't in so long. It even prompted her to dig up some old photos from when she was in the newspaper for being the only female mail carrier in Detroit in the 60s. So cool. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code HEARTBREAK at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code HEARTBREAK for 10% off today. So most likely what would happen is you would tell your ex, you would send them a text or an email or a letter or ask to get together and you lay everything out on the table and you say how much this has impacted you, all the pain that you're feeling, how it's their fault that you're going through this. And 99% of the time, you're probably not going to get the reaction that you want. And, you know, sometimes in that case, deserve, especially when it was a really particularly cruel breakup. So you'll most likely leave that interaction Feeling worse, feeling less powerful because I do think when you're giving over something so intense and vulnerable as your pain to your ex and they don't handle it well, which they probably won't, it does feel like you're giving them your power and then they kind of just toss it to the side. You also, again, with no contact, you have to sometimes know that you may not get a reply at all, especially when it's like those kind of letters that you're writing your ex and things like that. So I wanted to talk more particularly about this idea of letting your ex get away with something. And I really, really went through this when I was dealing with my breakup from the narcissist. I really wanted him to know that I finally figured out how horrible he was. And I finally snapped back into reality and realized how horrible he treated me, how nothing he said about me was true, how he manipulated me, how he stole money from me. I really wanted him to know all of that. Like I finally figured you out, dude. You can't get away with this anymore. And I wrote, letters to him. I didn't send any of them, but I I really wanted to. I've learned a lot of lessons over the course of my journey, but at the time I was doing some intense social media stalking and I saw that he was dating a new girl and I was really, really tempted to reach out to the girl and be like, hey, this is what you're signing up for. And again, like I had something written out to her because I think my ultimate motive was I wanted to teach my ex a lesson. I wanted him to know you cannot treat people like that and get away with it. But here's the thing and why I'm really glad I never sent any of those things. First of all, it was not my responsibility to teach him a lesson. And what I've learned, especially when having the interview with Dr. Jamie Zuckerman, where we talk about narcissism, he never was going to change. He's incapable of changing. He has narcissistic personality disorder, but even in the case that's not as extreme as that... You are not responsible for teaching your ex a lesson. That is far too big of a responsibility for you. And not only is it not your responsibility, it's pretty unlikely that if you were to go, I'll use my example. If I were to go to him and say, these are all the things you did to me, and I know you did them, and I know you were conscious of doing them, and I know you manipulated me and did all the things... It's so unlikely that he would be like, you know what? You're right. I'm so sorry. I am going to change who I am. I'm going to get into therapy. I'll, I'll pay you back the money, whatever that looks like. And that's the case, I think, across the board, especially when someone is truly in the wrong and they have the person that they impacted confronting them, especially if it's close to the breakup. They're not in the position where they can say you're right. I'm so sorry. I'm going to do better. I will be better in the future. Here's how I'm going to make it up to you. They're probably going to get defensive. They might blame you instead. They might just be super dismissive to the things that you're saying. I learned a lot about this through Al-Anon. The saying is, I didn't cause it, I can't control it, and I can't cure it. So You cannot control your ex, you can't cure your ex, and you didn't cause your ex to be the way that they are. So it's not your responsibility in that case. So if you feel like it's your job to go to your ex and be like, I'm not letting you get away with this, and you can't live your life like this, they may figure out someday, they may have like a really hard lesson hit them in the face, and they may not. But that's not on you either way your only responsibility is taking care of yourself and healing yourself. And as a greater overarching theme to this whole thing of should your ex know how hurt you are, I think any attempt of you trying to communicate that to your ex or trying to set up a time where you guys can talk and you can give that, I think ultimately it's a distraction from you having to actually sit down and Deal with your feelings that are not fun. It's way, I think, not fun, but I think it's a lot more appealing to focus on what you need to tell your ex and what you need to teach your ex and what you need to do to get in front of your ex to tell them these things. That's more appealing than having to sit with the feelings of you being heartbroken, of you feeling lonely, of you feeling abandoned, of you having to dig deeper and look at the deeper inner wounds that this breakup has brought out. That stuff isn't necessarily fun. So it's very easy to get distracted by wanting to tell your ex how hurt you are or I think the seeking of closure is ultimately also a very big distraction for people who aren't ready to necessarily look in the mirror and start dissecting and reflecting and dealing with all of their own heartbreak. So after saying all this, I also don't expect anyone to not Have any temptation or deal or have anything that they want to say to their ex. Of course, you're going to have a lot of things come up that you want to tell your ex. So, what can you do about it without actually giving that to your ex? I'm a big fan of writing letters. I think that's a really powerful healing tool. I just don't think you should send it to your ex. And there's a couple benefits to this. One, you can be as Mean as you can use as many f bombs, like you can say whatever you want to say in this letter because it's not going to get sent to them and just get it all out on paper. You can call them names, like whatever you want to say. This is just for your eyes. I also do think once you write it, I think it's a good idea to read it out loud to a friend to really soak it in and get it out of your system. And then you can burn it, you can rip it up, you can, you know, I'm not going to condone littering here, but you can. Shred it and throw it to the wind, whatever you need to do to get it out. It's really important to get those kind of things out of your system. Just, it's, you don't want to get it out of your system and then give it to someone who doesn't know what to do with it. And then, therefore, it kind of ends up getting put back on you. You don't want to do that. You just want to get it out of your system. So, write letters, write messages that, you know, write texts that you want to send to them and just keep it in a draft. All of those things are powerful. And I've, as I've been kind of hosting more discussions around this on Instagram, I've gotten a lot of messages from people who have said, I wrote the letter. It felt so good to write and I never sent it. And I've also gotten messages of, I wrote the letter, I sent the letter, and I did not get the response that I wanted. And it ultimately ended up hurting me more. I wish I just wrote it and threw it away. So... I think, again, there's always going to be the exception to the rule. It's I don't believe it's a good thing to believe you're the exception to the rule. And sometimes organically, there are situations where you run into your ex and you may have that conversation, you know, reflect back on that this was, has been a really hard time since the breakup for me. So sometimes it does come up organically, but I just don't think it's ever worth it to force the issue and go out of your way to let your ex know What you're going through because they're just not the person that can fix it. They're the person that broke up with you. They're the person that broke your heart. They're not going to be the person that can put it back together, even though it feels like they can. They can't. You're the person that puts your heart back together. So, hopefully, that resonated with some of you. And also, I know I talked a lot in this episode about being the person that was broken up with. This can also apply to someone who ended the relationship and is dealing with the pain of why they had to end the relationship. Let's say your ex did something or wasn't wasn't the partner that you wanted them to be. And so you're dealing with all this guilt of ending the relationship, but you're also still in a tremendous amount of pain. So this can also a 1000% apply to people who had to end the relationship as well. So I want to make sure to include that in there. But I will see you guys back here again next week with another guest episode. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.